We should drink nitro beers every time. It's so good. They make the best noises. Um, so we've been drinking Guinness this whole time. Because, because it's St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. But in addition to that, I have a bottle of whiskey here. This is um, a bottle of Irish whiskey from a... Uh, they're not a distiller. They buy whiskey and blend it. So they're a blender. But it's this company, fairly new, called J.J. Corey uh, in Ireland. I found them on, or I discovered them on TikTok last year, exactly one year ago today. Awesome. On St. Patrick's Day. I got one of their TikToks. Uh, they're a very new company um, in in the whiskey, you know, as far as that goes, because most of the distillers from over there are like 400 years old or whatever, sure. you know. Um, but this bottle uh, I bought last year on St. Patrick's Day and have waited to open it until today. And it is fabulous. Really? Yeah. Um, this is... Uh... <sighs> I feel like I couldn't breathe there for a second. Um, so this is the first whiskey that they ever produced. Um, this is batch number one. Uh uh, one of 7,000 total bottles. Cool. Yeah, and it is, um, not that it really matters, but they tell you what, what is blended in here. Um, a blend of a 26-year-old single malt, a 15-year-old single malt, an 11-year-old single malt, and a 7-year-old uh, old grain. Um, and then I believe this one is um, aged in... Sorry, it doesn't it doesn't say on the bottle. I, anyways, I believe this one is aged in old bourbon barrels and sherry barrels, which is Ooh. which is interesting. Sherry um, usually gives a pretty in- interesting flavor. To yeah, things. yeah. Most most Irish whiskeys are aged in sherry, but I did not know that. Yeah, it's kind of like the distinctive thing about them. I have a. I don't know if I want to say correction. I have found. To put this to bed once and for all. Okay. It's going to be good already. I Interior can tell that it probably involves something. That... <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. All right. I could, I, the, the, the website that I found couldn't compare it to a 1989 Suburban. I'm sorry. But this is 2004 Land Cruiser versus 2004 Sequoia. Ready for some numbers, some exciting, thrilling numbers. Did we compare the Sequoia to the Land Cruiser? Yes, a lot. Because okay. you, you insisted that the Land Cruiser was not that much smaller inside than the Sequoia. No, no. The Land Cruiser is bigger than the Sequoia. You are a thousand percent wrong. There's no way. I don't there, care. Right. Whatever you're about to read, it's wrong. Wheel size tires. <laughs> the Land Cruiser is heavier than a Sequoia by about 200 pounds. Um, okay. On, for which one? Because didn't the Land Cruiser come with an inline six, like a Not, like an iron? No. In, in 2004, oh. we're comparing apples to apples here. 2004 so Land Cruiser, they both have 4.7 liter V8s. The, hold on, cargo dimensions. Now, the Land Cruiser also still has a solid front axle at that point, I think, right? No. No. Okay. The, the okay. straight six one was the last oh, okay. solid okay. front axle, hey, I believe. There you go. There's your beer and backfire top tip. I believe we said that last time as well. Oh. Uh, so, let me see here. Cargo volume 
to seat two cubic feet. So with no third row, cubic footage, interior cargo space in the Land Cruiser is 39.2 feet, cubic feet. Okay? Got that number, 39. Now, I, I want to... No, I need to know. Does that? I mean, is that like that goes like from that's, the floor to the ceiling? That's too, fl- right? that's floor to ceiling and, and back up, to... back of the second row to the hatch. Oh, okay, okay. Thirty nine for the Land Cruiser. See, that should still be at least twice as big as whatever you're about to say. Sixty five for the Sequoia. No way. That's twice as much. I tell you guys these things, and you just don't believe me. Yeah, because you're wrong. What are you reading it from? This is from thecarconnection.com. And you can select multiple different... Like, you can compare, like, all kinds of weird stats on here. Like, they've got... Uh, I've, I've seen that website. It's, it's pretty... It's, it's actually pretty, pretty cool. Uh, like, they've got, like, wheel size comparisons. They've got, like... Apparently, the Sequoia made slightly less torque by five, which is not enough to matter, but... More horsepower. Oh, I bet it got the VVT version before the Land Cruiser did. That's probably what it was. I have talked about this before, but I have a very clear and distinct memory of being at WyoTech and having in either the library, which is a really fascinating place, the library at WyoTech, or it was. I was going to say, <laughs> does it exist anymore? Yeah, there you go. Um, or on one of the shelf of one of my instructors, there was this book and it was like a phone book sized book, right? And you open it up and it has every dimension for like every part on a lot of cars. So you could do stuff like get the, the particular dimensions of a lower control arm bushing off of a 1987 Cutlass or Cutlass. Like, and, and you could just go through that and compare or like, you know. I... So would it, would it, like, so you're saying you could cross-reference cross parts. Like, it would yeah. list the dimensions yeah. of that part. And then would it compare it to other it, ones? Or you it, would then have to go and look at the dimensions you'd, of you'd other ones? You'd just have to, like, go look at it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, I... All I Still, remember though, is like a book basically full of those, spreadsheets of numbers. Those facts are not available. I'm saying. For the yep. most part. I'm yeah. saying. Like, like uh, if you were to just go to like a, the Napa website or Rock Auto or whatever, yeah. like, it would not tell you that yeah. stuff. It was like it was like McMaster car level detail, but for that but and for that like site car pisses parts. me off because it's so detailed. I, like I don't want to have to enter 19 fields some, to get the bolt. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it Although is. Although I much. will say when we could not get the rear lower a uh, knuckle bolt for whatever Subaru it was at that independent shop that I was working at because that bolt is approximately 13 feet long. Um, Subaru was out of stock of them for several weeks. We were able to get them from McMaster Car because of the specificity that they had available. I, I've gotten to the point now where at work, if I need a very specialty, like very specific thread of bolt, like a very specific bolt size, I don't even bother with anybody else. I just ordered on McMaster and get it next day. Yeah. So th- this is not going to be interesting for a podcast. This program that I have pulled up on my computer right now is a program called Fusion 360. 
this is an Autodesk, like the same people that make AutoCAD make this program, right? This is a 3D modeling. Like, is that an expensive program? This is free. That's free. This is one hundred. I need it. This is maybe the greatest piece of software ever made. It can. I I could talk for two hours about what this can do. It's it's amazing. Um, one of the coolest that will things, be this episode's outtake. One of the coolest things that this this can do is this little insert key right here has this tab called Insert McMaster Car Component. Oh no! <laughs> yep. So here I have in this web page pulled up just a random shoulder bolt. Right. It doesn't even matter what it is. Um, where did the part number go? Here's the part number right here. Master car part number. Copy. It'll bring up the whole web page, so you can just like. You know, so you can actually you build, can actually browse the web page. Can you build the bolt that you need on that sub? So, I just copy and paste the number, hit the button, go down here to where it says download, and actually I need to pick a different file type. This is the thing that that the web, Mastercard website does. You can download three uh, D model three D models of all the things, but inside Fusion three sixty, it does this natively. You can just click this download button, and bloop, there's your bolt. That is so sick. Just drops it right in. So now what do you do with it, though? So now... Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. So now, like, I just have it in here, and I can, you know... So, can... effectively, this would do what? What would the purpose of this be? If so, you were to need to have that bolt possibly, like... Um, chamfered to a certain like very specific degree on the shoulder like you could design yeah, so, that so here now now i could i could modify this or i could put it into a machine that i am designing or or you know some sort of so you could build that bolt i'm confused what do you mean like 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 make are you saying yourself? you could potentially like uh print that bolt yeah. onto a aluminum printer or yeah. 3d printer or whatever uh -huh. yeah okay yeah um well that's dumb and i want it i think also i could be wrong but i think that if you do this like over and over and over and over again i think that the program has the ability to then basically print you a like build list of what you would need to order from mcmaster for whatever project for whatever building. project you're building so i was working on this prototype thing uh for for uh something for work just it's it's really dumb and very complicated. I don't need to explain it. But basically, I wanted to like create a way of cleaning a valve in a in a creative solution. So you're building a tool, so I'm kind of trying to build a tool, right? So I jump on McMaster and I just downloaded the parts for um all these different like plumbing fittings, so that I could um this is it's not really able to do it one handed, but so that I could like put them all stack them all together. And see how they would fit and work together. Um, this, Can, are you able to like thread things together in that? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to do it, but yes, oh my God. it will. It will animate your drawing. It, it it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I don't have time to talk about it right now. I'm mad about that, and but the fact that you able to do that. Oh yeah, it's it's because, it's unbelievable. Uh, I I can't. I just don't, oh. that concept, that whole concept of CAD and like drawing oh, things yeah. on. Yeah. Do you guys remember like the old Lego program? Yes. For computers, like in yes. the 90s, right? Lego Builder? Yeah. Whatever it was called, I don't even remember. But like you, it just, you, you opened the program and it was just 
a blank yeah, thing like yeah. what you just did right there and yeah. then you just like imported your lego bricks and you built things mm-hmm. and that never made sense to me because i'm i'm like i i think i've talked about it a billion times on this podcast but because of the way i'm like built i'm just tactile and like yeah any- touching things is the only way that i know how to do it or understand it so what you're doing there like i'm just so jealous yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's the kind of thing that would make millions of dollars professionally mm-hmm. you like you could literally be a, a manufacturer engineer uh-huh. right like yeah. that's what the engineers do yeah for they, they use that program if yeah. you get really good at that, that you can just have a whole career in doing cad stuff that's what i'm mm-hmm. saying like and there you go. And you just decided to do that when? Like a week ago? Yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah. Marshall, <laughs> Marshall uses it a lot for his job as well. Again, a I, freaking genius. And I love him. And I love you, Corey. I, I don't, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to diminish uh, what no, you're I, saying here. I, I'm just I saying you. that uh, it frustrates me because yeah. so I'm gen- dumb. Generally Cut out I, all of this, please. Generally, when I do, yeah. that, when I mess around in that program, I'm modeling something that I have physically in my hand. And I just have a ruler, and I'm just like sitting here, like you know, measuring it and putting in. Uh, it's better if you have a pair of calipers, actually. But um, that was like, the first thing that I bought when I got my current job is a, a good set of uh, feeler gauges. Oh, I'm sorry, cal- uh, cal- uh, digital calipers. Yeah, because um, no one else in the shop has them, so I couldn't borrow one. So they're what? like, "Hey, I need this bolt." I'm like, "How long is it?" They're like, "I don't know." Well, I'm buying some calipers. Yeah, I mean, that's and I not... use them every day, and everybody always borrows them. Yep, that's just not really something that people use. I mean, in the performance custom industry, well, okay. I think it would well, be. Yeah, if if yeah, if you're doing any kind of anything custom, you should have measuring devices. One would think. But even anyway. for things like, um, you know, back in the day, I had one because we had to measure like valve shims. That doesn't happen anymore. You buy the head as an assembly or whatever, yeah. you know, the valve kit or whatever. Well, there's also, a, I mean, there's calipers and there's micrometers and they're, they're slight variant, you know. I guess cal- I thought that's what you were talking about. Micrometers what? will measure like to the thousandth of an inch or a ten thousandth of an inch, whereas calipers are really only good to well, like maybe a hundredth. But isn't a micrometer just like a fine uh, form yeah, of a caliper? Sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are different things, but. You're right. They're both measuring devices. One is just more precise. You know what else is a good measuring device? What's an... Is cubic feet. Oh, yeah. Of cargo right. space. But also apparently not uh, accurate to any degree. Corey, can you... J- Jamie, pull this up real quick. Uh, can, you, can you look up the, di- <laughs> no. the dimensions of a queen-sized mattress? Mm. You have surmised the reason I asked you to keep that webpage So we're open. doing this. We're just going to disregard. Well, I, I don't think... I, I genuinely don't think it'll fit between the wheel arches of which vehicle of, the, of either one well look up the suburban then i don't think i i tried on this website they don't have suburbans going back they don't have anything going so, back that far all right what's the what's the oldest that you can look up because that suburban existed till i think 90 was the last year for that square body you so chevy uh it's uh 60 inches joe 60 yep. wide Ooh. yep 60 by what 80 60 by 80 that's all a, all beds over um, over a uh, full basically, our twin are eighty inches long, except for a Californian King, which is eighty four inches long. So how long is a twin? Eighty inches. Well, okay. Uh, a twin is seventy five inches. A twin XL, which is actually what most people have, is eighty inches. Okay. Because a twin, 
my twin air mattress fits like just in my forerunner like just like the the square body suburban body style that i have was in production until 1991 suburban Ooh, this is gonna be a really fun comparison does it actually have data it's gonna be wrong whatever it is that you say (laughs) i want to get rid of this I just love unless it unless it's you know measuring yeah. in my favor yeah. in which case it's 100 percent accurate yeah it oh doesn't God. no it doesn't seem to have yeah it doesn't have like any data for it at all uh, how that's like the most prevalent i mean besides maybe a what i don't know it's just I feel use like your they, words they were everywhere i don't know whatever they were will you tell me if a queen size mattress will fit fender defender in a sequoia who, me or Corey or Jordan? Jordan. Um, I know that a queen mattress will fit inside the back of a Suburban because I, I have done it. I know, I know. Okay. That's why I'm asking about okay. this. Okay, I see. Yeah. I think that's what he was trying to look up, though. Did he not give us that value? It's like the, the website has suddenly cut off all of the useful data. Mm. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, <Well>, everyone. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, how do we feel about the? I'm so excited. Are you? I'm so mm... pumped. I'm so pumped. I feel G- like I want to be. I give want. Me... I hear the argument because no. it ended amazingly. It did. Like, they they, it they was... did a good job finishing that yes. series. The series was over, and the movies were good, and like it was all fabulous. Correct. Give me more. What's I, next? More. What could be next? More. They're gonna ruin it. I, more. It's like I don't care. J- exactly what is happening with How I Met Your Mother and Slash Father right now. I I'm not watching that. You don't. Yeah. Just don't. I wanted to be excited like really bad because it is Hillary Duff and hey, guess what? I actually really liked her as a teen yeah. fanboy. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> It's bad. It's unfortunate. It's about how I met your father. Yes. Yeah. Are you watching it? No. Because oh. it looks terrible. I'm the only one that I know that's watching it, and I felt like I had to because I was so invested in how I met your mother, mm. uh, that I wanted to be excited about how I met your father, and it's it's just bad, and I feel like who is who's developing the new Futurama? Is it Fox? Who, who, I, I, who owns that I think it's Amaz- right now? I think Amazon is, is Amazon. Well, then it might be okay. Amazon is doing cool things right now. Um, Ask the Wheel of Time fans how they feel about that. Oh my God. Don't I don't. I don't know what that is. Amazon's the doing we- good movies, I guess, right now. The Wheel yeah. of Time is a high fantasy series. It's one of the most famous and longest running high fantasy series. It is fourteen books long. Oh, oh it's a book series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's phenomenal. I am listening to it right now for the third time in my life. First one came out when? Like late 80s? Uh, yeah, something like that. And the last one came out in 2007. Uh, no, sorry. Um, the last one came out in 2011, I think. Um, the interesting thing about it is the original author died in 2007. His name is Robert Jordan. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, he had a very extensive collection of notes. Yeah, he he had cancer or something. It doesn't really matter oh, what he had. So he was prepared for this. He was yep. prepared for his death. Uh he he had basically written most of the last book. Um last couple books though, right? So <laughs> uh he had one book to go when he died. Ah. Um and then he passed 
and his wife found a guy to finish the series, a guy named Brandon Sanderson, who you might have recognized the name of. Um, he took that, took what Robert Jordan had, and finished it like a... a um, um, I, I'm I'm trying to not use the word fluffed it out, <laughs> but uh, uh, he padded it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it turned into three books, basically. Oh my god, that's some serious padding. Yeah, that's yeah. Some, uh, that's some uh, California King level. How padding. was that received by fans of the original series? They loved it. Okay. Oh. Um, the last three books are three of the best books of the entire series. Um, they're phenomenal. Anyways, all that to say, Amazon decided to a- adapt this book to a show um i watched the first seven episodes and stopped watching it it it's pretty universally hated on the internet it it might be good as a show like if you are unfamiliar with the story it might be great sure no idea i am incapable of being impartial or uh, of, of being uh, uh you know I, I so feel... it's not that it's necessarily a bad show, but it is not uh, a decent interpretation of the story. Yep. No. All okay. all indications point to the same problem with the upcoming Halo series as well, with Paramount. Yeah. And the new Lord of the Rings series with okay. Amazon. Okay. Is that not out yet? I was going to no. ask you what you thought about that. It is not out yet. Okay. I was very excited for the concept because I... I am a weird person, and I've read the Sim- Silmarillion like three times, and I have never finished the Lord of the Rings books. Like, I love the Silmarillion, but I, I just have not made it through Lord of the Rings for some reason. Um, so when I found out that this new series was going to take place in a bunch of Second Age stuff, like Silmarillion stuff, I was stoked. But I don't know. We'll see. I also canceled my Prime subscription, so I might have to pick it back up again when that comes out. So I, th- it's interesting that we talk about Lord of the Rings now because I think that 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 those movies are the reason that I'm so upset about the Wheel of Time because we saw what a good yeah, book, okay. book adaptation can be. I want to also comment on the Aragon movie. Oh, sure. in the no. same way that we saw what can be done. Yeah. with oh, yeah. a fictional story yeah in that like taste how did we end up with a movie like Aragon have you have I mean, you heard of a thing called sake. Hollywood it yeah. just ruined but everything. Christopher Paulini was one of the uh, writing directors wasn't he he was they, on he was in the cast like he was an influence in the, the creation probably, of the movie the studio probably overrode every single decision he made well then yeah. he should have I don't know doesn't he have some sort of right as the not once they but once they buy the rights from oh, you, that's it. Gosh. So root when when you see what a good book adaptation can be. Yeah, Master and Commander is another good example. Mm. That was a a book series that they adapted very well to the screen, and it's one of my favorite movies. How about Dune? Dune was great. The fir- I, I, I'm very yeah. excited for the second one, but the okay. first one was freaking dope. Dune has been phenomenal. Yeah. Good. Um, have you seen it? I was not able to see it. Mm. Uh, I have it on Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really wanted to see it in theaters because I feel like it would like it was important to do. So it's, now I'm sound just, is like, an enormous part of that movie. So if you don't have if you have a decent sound system at your house, pump that stuff. I don't for it. my TV. 
Um, or put on headphones that have really good sound and okay. watch it because it's the sound is unreal in that movie. Hmm. But anyways, I'm concerned about Futurama just because I don't I don't like the story. Like I said, in the same way that How I Met Your Mother was over, it was it ended poorly. So maybe it's not the best example to compare to. Uh, Futurama is done. I. And Except I mean, it's been done and reboot and brought back multiple times. At yeah, but this it point. never had like an actual season, like series finale in the way that it did in yeah. what season seven or whatever. I don't. know, What was the last season of? I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed all of it equally. I, I mean, yeah, I did too. I need to go back through and watch it again, but I don't remember it. I don't remember the ending well enough to say that the story. Concluded. That was the time one, right? Where he kept having to yeah, relive. Basi- well, basically. I mean, if I'm remembering this correctly, uh, uh, what's his name? Fry and uh, Leela. Leela like lived forever. I thought it was um, like a, he. They he were in a... like an accelerated time situation where the world ended and they alone lived and lived. It like was a, a very incredibly happy situation. life together, and they were just. It was just. Like a stupid happy rom com that just left you feeling satisfied and like after you know after it was it was the the greatest series finale like you had been invested in it for so long it had been canceled so many times and your heart had been broken so many times that it just resolved so beautifully and now they want to freaking kickstart it again. I, th- and... I think it could still be good. I mean, they got the original cast back. Like, I mean, it could be crap, but it. it... Could also be good until I see something that about it that is bad. I then I'll think it's bad. But I'm I'm, well, you know, you know I need things to be mad about. Could be good. This is what I choose. There's, to be. There's I just I just want about. it to be good. That's all. Uh, yeah, you know? I mean I do too. I'm not. Yeah. Speaking of things that I want to be good, the Corolla GR. <laughs> <laughs> I what updates could we possibly have? I have no updates point, on the Corolla say, GR, okay. but I did watch a really cool teardown video where a guy. It's a company in Australia that. Literally, their job is to buy a brand new car and take it all the way apart to take dimensions of everything. So it's like the we Haynes Manual Company. Sort of. And they, they supply all of the dimensions and everything that they, like, all every, all the data that they collect from everything. They 3D scan everything. So all, like, the, the diagrams and stuff that show up in, like, all data come from places like this. Okay. And they tore, completely tore down a, a GR Yaris. Um. And it's a fascinating video. Um, mm. They go into really, really nitty gritty detail about a lot of the, the, the things that make that car special mechanically. And uh, it makes me really sad that we don't get it here because <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like even the standard four door base model Yaris that we get here is like semi attractive to me. And we don't even have it anymore. That... I don't think really. I think they stopped because it was just a Mazda two. It was literally really. It was so we had we had back in the day we had the Yaris and the Mazda two mm-hmm. back in like 2012 or whatever. We didn't get a second gen Mazda two here. The second gen Mazda two everywhere else got rebadged as a sedan with Yaris badges. Yeah, on it. right. And okay, that's that's what we had as the most recent generation Yaris was just. No, a, we have. A, do we not have a Yaris hatchback right now? That's a four door. Not. That I know of. What's the small Toyota four-door hatchback that we have? The right Corolla. Now? No, no, smaller. I don't think there is one currently on the market. Old, please. Like, Honda's discontinued the Fit. Ford's discontinued the Fiesta. I'm pretty sure there is no Yaris hatchback right now. Yeah, the most recent Yaris we had is just a, a rebadged 
foreign market Mazda 2 sedan. Like, you open up the hood and all the the wire harness says Mazda on it. Like, it's a Sky Active 1.5 in there. Have you seen uh, the most recent Bad Obsession video where they go to the car show with Binky? No, I haven't. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's interesting. They they went to a um This was before they had it driving, right? When they went to that show. Kind of. Yes. Um so they went to this show uh that was a like rally uh, a um it was a vintage rally like event, right? So there's vintage all these vintage rally cars driving around and stuff like that. Um and they took Binky on a trailer. Um, and it ju- it like literally just barely fit on the trailer. Like they had to wedge it onto the trailer. Um, and he, he drove. They said he drove it onto the trailer and drove it off of the trailer. And that was as much as it, as it had moved at that point. Um, but there were like a ton of people there just going over it, and they were talking about it and looking at it. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you remember what? It's it's been a minute since I watched it. What was the the problem with the drive i know they couldn't they they're having an issue getting actual drive to the wheel all four wheels do you remember what it was like was it a, a gearing thing i don't remember what the issue was no i know they I had an issue remember. with the flex drive to the alternator which they then yeah that's that like grenaded itself yeah um they had a problem with the pedal box i think at one point oh Oh, maybe I, I think I think what happened is um, or one of the things that I remember most recently is that uh, they could not fully disengage the clutch. Maybe that's what it because, was because like his knee would hit. No, I think it was mechanical. Up. It was like the the lever could not move far like the the, the fork couldn't oh. move far enough to disconnect to, to engage the clutch. Or maybe like maybe that. that's it. Something like that. They had all I remember is they had to re- redesign the entire pedal box. Basically, if you haven't watched, Pro- that's what it was. Yeah, it was the the crazy linkage for the clutch pedal. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched Project Binky, go do that because it's the greatest thing on it's, the internet. It's so good. I need to rewatch it all again. Uh, it's get the funk out. Yep. I never has a at least at in my memory, a YouTube series been so good from the beginning. Like it, it, it started eight years ago or whatever. Yeah. I think it's more was amazing. Like from, from episode one. And what's crazy is like all of the like style and like jokes and stuff and like bits that they had, like goes all the way back to the very beginning. Like it's been consistently the same the whole time. And it's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It feels like watching an episode of a TV show. Like yeah, it's but they, just co- been... they come out like twice a year and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just mean in like the fact that it is very... Uh, um, reg- Episodic? Regular. Um, homogenous? Like it, like you said, it's it's been the same since the beginning. Yeah, all it has the, the All the jokes feel. are the same. All The feel has been the same. It's like they're... Consistent? There you yeah, go. Consistent's probably the good word. So I think that the Toyota that I was thinking was the Yaris is the Prius C. Yeah. Um, which is a very small four-door hatchback thing that looks a lot like a Yaris, but I'm kind of embarrassed that I thought it was a Yaris. Yeah, 
Um, the Prius C is just because like it, the baby Prius. I mean, the front end of it is very different. Although, I mean, I I know that I saw some sort of small Toyota hatchback, four-door hatchback, like, I mean, two days ago, maybe. I don't know. The, uh, I believe the second... I think there was three generation of Yaris's that we got. The second gen was the last one that was actually a Toyota, and that was the last hatchback that I know of that we got. Yeah, I mean, according to the um, according to the Yaris Wikipedia, we only got them to like 2015. Yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, I I don't know. I have no idea what I was looking at, but what I thought I had seen. But I just like Toyotas, apparently. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. It could. It could have been like a. It could have been like a Corolla IM, like a previous generation. Those were only two doors. Those are four door wagons. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Corolla. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the IQ. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, the the IQs uh, are two doors. Yeah. I actually really like those. I wish they had them in manual, and I probably would have. They don't have them in manual. No, but CVT only. That's dumb. Yep. Could have been a real contender to the smart car. Yeah, they're cool. They're definitely better think, than a smart car. I think they look better than the smart car, too. They drive better than a smart car. And they come in interesting colors, mm-hmm. other than black and gray and, and white. Yellow. Do smart cars? Yeah, smart like cars, neon, I guess, do come in yellow, yeah. Neon, yellow, and orange. I just like that they come in, like, they have, like, a decent orange, and they have, like, a decent gray in yeah. the IQ. You mm-hmm. know, it's not just... They made it funky. Plastic gray. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say earlier, we were talking about the Veracruz. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I saw one was at night on 64, and I could not tell what it was. You they look the, like spaceships. Are the Veracruz or the Santa Cruz? They have the, the same grill and headlight setup. The, the, the pickup the, truck. What the is SUV? the pickup truck? The, pickup truck the is Santa the, Cruz is the pickup truck. The yeah. Santa Fe is the SUV. And they he, have he the said, ex- He said Veracruz, which is a oh, SUV. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant the, the pickup truck, whatever the Hyundai pickup truck is yeah. called. Sure, sure, sure. The Santa Cruz. Yeah. And I could not figure out what it was. Yeah. And it, yeah. like, I had to like get in front of it and get behind it and get in front of it and get behind it. Like, trying <laughs> the to... rear end is very unique. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't really look like anything else. And I didn't expect it to have the, I guess I should have, but I didn't expect it to have the, the debossed name in the tailgate, tailgate assembly. Tailgate. Oh, tailgate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the front end of those cars in the dark, they look like spaceships yeah, just because 100%. of the way the lights like. Yeah, the whole grill, like that whole outside of the grill, is lit up in like eighteen. It looks like headlights. It's so dumb, and I hate it so much. I don't know what they're doing. Have you guys seen the new Kia or Hyundai, whatever it is, the hybrid wagon looking thing? No, I actually really like that car. I think that it looks really good. Um, it's probably a piece of crap, based on their quality control right now. But that car looks amazing. And it has the like, it has very retro modern headlights. Um, so like, do you guys remember like a year ago, Hyundai put out that uh, teaser shot of a concept electric car that they were gonna that they were like, it was just a concept. <clears throat> it was basically an art concept, but it was like a very '80s modern mafia sedan. You guys don't remember that concept car that Hyundai did? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, wow. Um, Well, now I have to show it to you, so pause. How do you feel about Kia's new logo? It's fine. I like it. The K? It looks a lot better than the the old one that looked like the... It may as well have just said great value on it. Yeah, that's fair. 
I, I do like that they updated it. I think it is very modern. It took me an embarrassingly long amount of time to know that it was just the letters all squished together. Yeah. Mm. It looks like a weird R, kind of. Yeah. Here is the Hyundai that I'm talking about. This is a concept that they developed in 2021. It is called the Grandeur. Interesting. Yeah. And the interior is just more of the same, like perfectly square, like. Looks like a Toyota Century. Chiseled metal. Yeah. It looks like 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 every 90s Japanese sedan, Japanese mafia sedan. It looks like it should have fender mirrors. Yeah. 100%. Does it have mirrors? Yeah, it does have mirrors. (laughs) Okay. It's probably Um, cameras or something. And what they have done with this new whatever whatever the wagon electric wagon thing that they have right now, the I, I don't EV. No, 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 no. This is a whole a whole other car. Um, the way that the headlights are constructed has the same sort of like like eighties modern retro feel to it, and it makes me really excited for the fact that possibly the Grandeur could exist because I am. <laughs> I, I would put that poster on my wall of a freaking Hyundai for crying out loud. Uh, let's see if we can figure out what the electric. I I mean, I feel the same way about a Stinger. I feel like the Stinger is poster worthy. I think they're absolutely oh, yeah. beautiful cars. Yeah, I love the Stinger. I would absolutely own a Stinger in a yep. heartbeat. They're beautiful. Ionic 5? Oh. This thing. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. Why is it, I, I know what an a video Ionic I is, but not, I have not seen an Ionic 5. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen these. It's a very um, weird-looking vehicle. It's, but... It is It is very angular. I mean, it has oh, to be... Oh, yeah. It has to be, like, some sort of aerodynamic It kind of reminds me of, like, the newest generation of Mazda 3. That kind of weird yeah, squat yeah, hatch. I could, yeah, I could see that. Um, and the way that, the like, the rear tail sweeps out and integrates into the taillights is uh, very strange and very unique, and I don't hate it. It's going to take some getting used to, for sure. Sure. Uh, here's an article. Uh, a tuned GR Yaris, 355 horsepower, laps Sukuba faster than a Nissan GTR Nismo. Bonkers. It's take a really, that. It's a really small track, so I mean, you know, but still. It's a freaking Yaris. But it isn't really, though. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it kind of is. But it's not. Is it no, even not. the same chassis? It really isn't. It, it, it Arguably. Enhanced chassis. It's like the very. difference between the Integra and the Integra Type R, right? I would say it's a bigger difference between them. Well, yeah, that. but I'm saying... <laughs> I mean, even that, like the, that's not really that. I don't think it's a great comparison because no. the Type R is just, it's the same chassis. It's just seam welded. Reinforced, yeah. So you're probably right, yeah. So that enforces what I was saying then. Yeah, because it's, it's definitely a totally different rear suspension. It's got a different floor, got a different roof. Mm-hmm. The whole like back half of the car is lower. One of these days, we are going to do an episode of this podcast that does not contain any information about. The GR Yaris or Corolla. But today is not today that is day. Today is not that day. I disagree. Oh. I think that it will come up every episode. <laughs> it's because I want one so bad. I mean... I, I don't think Jordan is capable of not talking about that vehicle. I mean, that's fair. And I don't hate it. I don't hate the fact that we no, talk about no, it. No, no, no. We just... We have nothing new. I, I think it's... On one of... The, on the engine teardown that I watched, they oh, talked... Listen, he has something new. I do. 
the uh they were talking about how they this this is a different video but they found the limit for the stock head gasket and head studs at around 500 horsepower for a three cylinder what psi is that specifically like 45 god yeah it's a factory like it, the the head gasket looks like a cometic head gasket like it's a factory multi-layer mm. steel like yeah. nice gasket the bolts are really nice. Like they took it all up apart and the bolts did not show that they were stretched at all. They just blew through the, the firing ring into the, you know, into the water jacket or whatever. Interesting. Um, the problem that they saw is that the gaskets combustion chamber shape is not perfectly round. So you can't just, it would be very difficult to make an aftermarket gasket that has like, like with Subarus, you can put like the copper fire rings in there. So like if you really want to make big power, you put the you machine the block, set to have a groove, you put the firing wire in there, and then you crush it all down and it like extra mega seals the combustion chamber. Can't do that if it's not a circle. <laughs> Doesn't really work. So you're saying they're the, not circular the, pistons? The piston is not round? The piston is, but where the, the cylinder head mates oh, to it. Oh, oh, I see. The cylinder head yes, part. The cylinder is not head round. combustion chamber is not round. And the gasket matches the cylinder head, not the block. Interesting. Which is weird. Yes. Yeah. That's very strange. Yeah. And all the apparently like the the intake ports are CNC machined about until about halfway in. Like it's already like like GT three fifties have CNC ported cylinder heads. Like it's yeah. it's just like Yeah. It's it's so good. Interesting. Pierce is dying. I think I have to be done, you guys. He's I'm actively sorry. dying. It's okay. This has been a very weird episode of Beer and Backfire. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy anniversary, fellas. Hooray. Happy birthday, Taylor Rogburn. Is oh, it? Is it? Yeah, oh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice. Oh, wonderful. Happy birthday. Happy, bu- happy birthday, Tay Tay Og. <laughs> um, do you, was, was St. Patty's Day that is our anniversary, was that the year that we went to uh, the big party that's always a clusterfuck? Shamrock? Shamrock the Block. Oh, man, with I the, don't know. With the vodka don't, Red Bull. Don't ask the, me to I remember things about Shamrock yes. the Block because I don't. <laughs> Have I'm, any memories of any of them? It was when, the last Shamrock the Block. When you walked from the Diamond to Jack Brown's or whatever? Oh my god. I did do that. You walked from um, the Diamond? I yes, forgot because about that. I was... I, why, why did I do that? You your left your fo- car. Your phone died? Something... I couldn't get into my car and then my phone died or something weird. Like something... Two, two very strange things happened in conjunction that... Basically, the last information that I had about somebody whose whereabouts I knew Me. was you. Yeah. And you were going to Jack Brown's. Yeah. And so when I got to my car and then couldn't get into it for some reason, you were I get- tried to call you, but I had no service. And so by the time I walked out to an area where I could get service, my phone was dead. And so I was already like maybe probably an actual like twelfth of the way to Jack Brown's at that time. But my mind rationalized, hey, look, I'm walking towards Jack Brown's. I'll just go and meet Corey there. And so I did that. And that's like eight or nine miles or something like that. I don't know if it's that much, but it's a lot. Well, it's a lot. Yeah. 
And then I got there and you weren't there. You had like literally just left. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 And so I had to use the Jack Brown's phone to call you. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, I feel like maybe you came back or something. I think I, I came remember. and picked you yeah. up. Yeah. Don't drink and d- don't drink. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you were going to go on a cruise or something like that. You, Cause like, cause yeah, we par- you were going to meet up with a bunch of other car people. Cause you had parked or something. the arc seven down at, the diamond. I parked in the diamond parking lot, right? Yeah, and there was like a car show going on there. Yep. Yeah, and we I walked around. That. Okay. I don't. I don't. Going... I do not remember that, man. Yeah. I I just don't. All I'm saying is, th- I think that was the same year. Okay. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter, but because that was the last Shamrock the Block that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Except for the one that's happening this year. But yep. Yeah. Which I guess is this Saturday, maybe. I, I think it's the 26th. I... Is it that late? Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyways, we have an email address. It's beerandbackfire at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram and a Facebook page. Uh, you can follow me at The Daily Downshift on Instagram. I have a blog for build things. It's thedailydownshift.blogspot.com. Corey's got an Instagram. I'm working on a pair of jeans right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's They're real thin. They're real thin. <laughs> That's that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 is I, your Instagram, Corey? And what's C. on there? Crehan for pictures of good food ripped pants and a big puppy. I'm on Instagram as Savedro88 for zero content updates since 2020 to one 2021. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. You want that one again? What? <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram, Pierce? Savedro88. And there's car pictures on there. Sometimes. Sometimes. All right. (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Play me out, Johnny. That's not the right button. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try that again. Wrong liver! Nope, that's not it either. There we go. Okay, why do we even have that lever? (laughs) (laughs) Good night.